Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is The Problem with Emotion, Part 2. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. These last few weeks I've been talking about emotions. And I said that emotions are killing you. How many of you are over-emotional? How many of you have out-of-control emotions? Not to mention physical symptoms of out-of-control emotions. What's that all about? Why can't you control your own emotions? Have you ever wondered? You get angry at something, or irritated, or something bothers you. Something upsets you. Something makes you nervous. Something makes you resentful, and so on. Have you ever wondered why? You think it's your own emotion. You think that you make yourself angry. You think that you make yourself irritated. Let me ask you a question. Do you want to make yourself irritated? Do you want to make yourself nervous? Do you want to give yourself a headache or a stomach ache? Or do you want your blood pressure to go up because you're angry and full of rage? Do you want that? Do you want to be tense? In other words, do you want to make yourself tense? No. Okay. So, you don't want to make yourself tense or nervous or angry, but yet you become nervous and tense and angry and irritated and resentful. But you just said you don't want to be, so why can't you control? Why can't you stop yourself? Why can't you just not be angry, not be upset, not be irritated, not be nervous, not be tense? Ah, now do you get it? It's because you're not in control of your emotions anymore. Someone else is, something else is. All they have to do is look at you in a certain way you know, how many times are you driving and you look in your rearview mirror and you see someone behind you and you can tell that they're angry, very angry and irritable because traffic isn't moving fast enough. And then all of a sudden you see them change lanes and zoom around in an angry way because they become irritated just because things are a little slow. And it's a sign of a person who's totally not in control of their own emotions. Any little thing can set them off. So you're very controllable. All somebody has to do is make you a little bit angry, a little bit upset. All they have to do is look at you funny or make some little comment or some little insinuation or put a little extra work on your desk or give you a little extra work and not, not say that you're doing a good job. Or all they have to do is just not give you a little raise when someone else gets a raise. Or all they have to do is is um, be a little bit slow in the line ahead of you, having trouble getting their money out of their purse or out of their wallet. That's all they have to do to make you upset, to make you irritated, to make you resentful, to make your stomach churn, and to give you a migraine headache, and so on and so forth. You are so easy to control. You're like a puppet. You're just like a puppet. And some people know how easy you are to control. Maybe somebody that you're living with. They know all they have to do is irritate you. 
with some little thing. And then you become upset. But then you feel guilty for the upset because human beings are supposed to be calm and kind and reasonable and thoughtful and long-suffering and patient and wise. And so you have to look at your own self and see that you're not. You feel guilty for it. Then what do you do? You cover it up. And then you try to be extra nice to make up for it so they won't see you're failing. That's it. It's a failing. So I've made my point. Other people are in charge of your emotions. They're not even your emotions anymore. They're in charge. They, they, they can play you like a musical instrument. They decide what effect they want. And they just do some little thing to excite you, to arouse you, to irritate you, to tease you. See? And you react. So now, would you like to take back control of your own emotions? Well, if you would, then stay tuned to this program. I've made my case. You're not in charge of your own emotion. Someone else is or something else is. How did this come to pass? That you have become a wind-up toy, a puppet, a musical instrument for other people to play and get whatever effect they want. Now, fortunately, most people are not so manipulative, although some are. And they're not so clever that they can easily manipulate you any way they want, although you may be living with someone who can't. But they don't, they probably don't do it consciously. They do it unconsciously. They're doing it without awareness. They just know that if they do a little something, then it gets to you, and then you feel guilty, and then you're, manip you're even more manipulable. So, it shouldn't be that way. So let's talk about how you can get control of your emotions. Again, it's very simple. It's very simple. Christ said, Love the Lord your God with all your mind, heart, soul, strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. See how simple it is? So how do you translate that into something that we understand a little better? Basically, he said that you must find a way to go through life and I'm going to bring in a little something from Paul to be in the world but not of the world. Go through life with a little bit of distance. Like when you were a little child, you just observed people and watched people. And it was all quite interesting to see what people did and what they said, and to look at the sky and the clouds and the leaves and the birds and the things you had to play with. It was all very interesting. And people were sometimes a bit confusing and they did things you didn't really understand but it didn't bother you just kind of watch that's all and then sometimes you went on vacation now that was really fun because you got to see all kinds of really cool stuff and interesting people and it was quite fun to see all the things that there was to see well why can't you go through life like that now if you went through life like when you were a little child. Didn't Christ also say that? He said you must become as a little child and otherwise you will, will not see the kingdom of God. So why not just go through life and just observe people and not hate them, not resent them, not judge them, 
Just watch them, that's all. And why can't you go to work and go to the store and go to the mall and go to school? Why can't you do that as if you were on vacation? And when you arrive at the mall and see all the people and the things, it's so much fun. When you go to work and see people doing things and you get to do stuff there, so much fun. So what's ruining it now for you? Resentment. Resentment. You are a resentful person. A judgmental person. That's right. Filled with secret judgment. And to support your secret judgment so you can feel right and not wrong, you have to feel resentment. And when you feel the resentment, then you feel like you're right. When you feel the anger, the anger lies to you and says that you're right, that you're like a god and your judgments are true. And you condemn other people when they make a little mistake. So you're also a selfish person and a judgmental one, and you have no love. That's it. Yes, you pretend you do, but you don't. So now, see how simple it is? Stop resenting other people and start remembering what's important. And then you can begin to live like a human being again. And the bonus will be that you will start to get control of your own emotions. Instead of hating other people and being irritated and being tense and nervous and angry at people and using other people, instead, your emotions will be love for your Creator and joy and delight and awe and wonder and patience, endless patience, which is a joy. So now maybe you get it. Now maybe you get it. It's just a question of learning to stand back, get the big picture, and see other people as just people, imperfect, even as you are imperfect. And just don't hate them. Don't resent them. Learn to make allowances for other people. And then it's also a question of learning to stand back from your thoughts. See, your thoughts now that you think are your thoughts, they're emotionally based. And they also have a lot to do with what other people put in you when they pulled your strings and played you like a musical instrument and got you upset and irritated and tense and nervous and excited. Then they put ideas in your mind. And now your thoughts go round and round. So you have to learn to stand back from them. The little meditation that I have helps with that. Just stand back. Just observe thought without reacting to the thoughts. See, now you react to your thoughts. And you react to your emotions. You get angry at your anger and resentful at your resentment. You understand? So you got to knock it off. So get the little meditation. It's very simple. It's only like seven minutes long. It'll get you started. It may be all you need. It may be all you need to begin a new life. Incidentally, I do need to mention that I'm only on once a week. So, just take note of when I'm on, if I'm on the air right now, and remember it. 
And remember the website, SheddingShackles.com or www.WeeklyPastor.com. So you can listen to these programs. Watch some of my YouTube videos. I have a lot of them, and they're real good. If you listen to this program and you can hear where I'm coming from, you can hear that I'm coming from a different place. Not the usual place where I'm being manipulative and where I'm making ego appeals or where I'm trying to seduce you or wow you or impress you. If you can just, if you can see that I'm coming from a different place and you kind of like that, then you need to keep listening to this program. So let's talk about how you can get control of your emotions again. It's very simple. It's very simple. Christ said, Love the Lord your God with all your mind, heart, soul, strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. See how simple it is? Did you know that my most popular book is The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage? A spiritual and practical look at relationships. My favorite chapter is How to Forgive and Forget. The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage. Check it out at Amazon.com or SheddingShackles.com. Some stations carry only the 15-minute version of Shedding Shackles. To hear the complete 30-minute program, go to www.SheddingShackles.com and click on Listen. That's www.SheddingShackles.com Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you, too, can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hi, this is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. I encourage you to visit the resources available at SheddingShackles.com. If you click on Listen, you can download the most recent program to your mobile device. And you can listen to archived programs stretching back to the year 2009. I'm also a pianist and played some of the music examples that you hear on Shedding Shackles such as El Puerto from the Piano Suite Iberia by Isaac Albenis. Thanks for listening. Those of you who are listening Sunday morning in San Bernardino, Riverside, Temecula, parts of Los Angeles and thereabouts, while you're getting the half-hour program, well, actually 28 minutes, but some of you are listening in because you're listening on the internet. Or some of you heard the 15-minute version and you were able to find this. I'm glad you did, and I'm glad you're listening. 
I would like to say something about a beautiful verse from the Bible, which is, Be still and know that I am God. Isn't that a beautiful verse? That's God speaking through his prophet. Be still and know that I am God. And you could add, Be still and know that I am God and you're not God. The mistake we make is we try to play God. That's right. We try to play God. And when we mess up, which we always do, then we think about what we did. We try to rearrange the past so it makes us look better. We blame others and we accuse others and we get angry at others and we resent others because things didn't work out the way we wanted. And we plan for the future. We plan every little thing to try to make everything just right. Because if it's just right, it proves that we're God, doesn't it? But things don't work out. People don't comply. It rains on your parade. <laughs> the boy doesn't ask you to the prom. Your kids don't mind. You don't get the grade you wanted. You don't get the job you wanted. Or you do get the job you wanted. You get the job you wanted. And it turns out not to be good. And so when things you plan do, do turn out the way you wanted them to, it turns out they're not good. Something goes wrong. Your manipulations, you try to manipulate your family. You try to, to get your kids to do something or you try to get your husband to do something. And you're conniving and sneaking and planning and manipulating to try to get things to come out the way you want them to. And you become very frustrated. And then you become angry at God. That's right. When your life becomes a big mess through all of your manipulations, then you become angry at Him. And you become frustrated. And you become depressed. Because you're not the queen of Sheba. You're not the king of the world. You're out in the world and, and your little ego playing God is craving for support and for praise, for approval. Because... You always want to be right. And if you don't get the praise, if you don't get the approval, if you don't get the support, then you have to see yourself for what you are. Do you remember the wonderful movie, The Wizard of Oz? With, was it Judy Garland? Long time ago. And there was a scene toward the end of the movie when the wizard was there and he was, he was talking and he was saying, I am the great Wizard of Oz. Dorothy's dog, Toto, ran and pulled the curtain back. And behind the curtain, you could see the, the Wizard of Oz was just a little old man, manipulate, you know, using a loudspeaker and pulling levers and making, making special effects. And that's the way we all are. We're just a little tiny person. So when are you going to realize that you're not God? And then start to acknowledge him doesn't it say in the Bible, acknowledge God in all your ways. Something like it. It's very beautiful. The Bible has so many beautiful verses. But you can't study the Bible. Because if you study the Bible, then what happens is that you, you try to remember and then try to use what you learn to manipulate other people, to prove to other people how nice you are, how good you are, how smart you are, how studied you are, how learned you are. Or worse yet, you look for verses to justify you. And, uh, you know, you, you hate your husband. 
he's drinking or he's not making enough money or something or other. And then you, you look for verses in the Bible to support your, your point of view. You see what I mean? So be still and know that I am God. If you could do that, and you can, you know, but you have to be willing to, because as long as you want to play God, as long as you you think that somehow in the world there's something, there's a job, or there's an award, or there's a person, or there's a car, or there's a, a something rather that will validate and prove yourself to other people so that in the mirror of their eyes you can look great and glorious and wonderful and vindicated as long as the world's enticements but you see what the world does it's very clever see there's an intelligence that doesn't want you to be still and know that god is god there's an intelligence that operates in the world and through people that wants to pull you that wants to entice you away from being still that tempts you to reach for another chocolate, another potato chip, another cigarette, another marijuana, another job, another another piece of clothing, another little bit of gossip, another challenge, another something. And the ego takes delight in challenge. You're, you're wanting to play God. You love challenge. You love it when your kids, you secretly like it when other people mess up because then you can judge them. And you can meddle in their lives and say, see, I told you so. See how, how naughty the ego is? Very, very naughty. But if you could be still and not reach to the outside, but instead reach within, then you would know that God exists and that you're not God. Be still. Now do you get it? Now do you understand how the meditation can help. When you become still, when you sit still, you become aware of your hand. And, you know, if you're sitting in your room quietly, sitting somewhere quietly on a park bench or in your room, you can close your eyes and see the little patterns of light on the inside of your forehead. Or another way of putting it is a little patterns of light on the inside of your eyelids. Look at that light and you will see something very interesting. When you look at that light, you will see that it is still. Yes, there's little sparkles and something is going on, but yet it's still. And when you turn your head delicately from side to side or up and down, you will see that that light is still, that spiritual light. Be still and receive the imprint of your Creator. Now you get the imprint from the world, from other people and from what operates through them. All the teases and temptations and challenges, they leave an imprint upon you and all of your little traumas and all your meddlings that don't work out that you resent. Now, learn to meditate and be still. And observe the spiritual light and notice your hands. Give your attention to your hands or your hands and allow God's imprint to touch your soul. 
and his love to warm your body. You know how like when you're a tourist and you're traveling somewhere and you look at everything, all the people and bridges and the beautiful parks and, and see what people are doing and what they're eating and what it's all so much fun just to watch, just to observe. That's how you must go through life. Just observe people and don't hate them. See, that's, that's the worst reaction of all and it affects your whole body. But just watch them. Don't hate them. Don't judge them. Just watch them. Observe them. And if you don't understand, if they're sometimes confusing and you don't know what, why they do what they do, don't try to figure it out. Just let it pass. Go about your business. So if you don't resent people, if you're not angry at them, if you're not irritated at them, if you don't resent them, if you don't get your feelings hurt by them and you're not jealous of them and, and you're not excited to take advantage of them, then you just remain calm. And then you can see what to do, if anything, and then a new energy will come from within. An energy that's not emotion, but it comes from the inner light in which you see. And then you just move gracefully, graciously, calmly. It's beautiful. So that's what you have to do. You understand? Then you'll be free of that. Then later you can learn to deal with the internalized stress that you that has gotten inside, maybe starting long ago. And God's inner light will teach you also how to deal with that. And the way to deal with it is the same way. Just watch it. Don't react to it. It's so simple. It's so beautiful. Christ came to bring all of this to us. So heed his words. Meditate for mental distance and for calmness. Learn to connect to your inner ground of good from God. Connect to it. Flow from it, love it, cherish it. Cherish what you know in your heart, what you knew when you were a little tiny child. Cherish it and love it. Don't resent people and you'll be safe. So may I recommend that you get the little meditation that will teach you how to become still and get a little separation from those thoughts that now pull you into them and those emotions that pull you into them. When you stand back, you're free to realize. You're free to understand and you're free to be patient. Stand back and you will discover a whole new way of living. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you.